Welcome to the Dietitian Collaborative Podcast. I'm Celestina, a chef, dietitian, and total foodie. Each week, I chat with another awesome RD so we can learn a bit more about how diverse our profession really is and how much we can benefit from collaborating with fellow RDs. At the time I'm recording this, National Nutrition Month 2022 is officially over, and RD Day was three plus weeks ago. Can we talk about how amazingly uplifting every RD on Instagram was on RD Day? Lifting up our profession with words of encouragement, tagging 10 plus RDs they loved, sharing all the shit other RDs were posting. This uplifting kumbaya mindset lived on for about two days after RD Day. Then, less and less, I noticed dietitians posting on their stories about something amazing another RD did. Side note. Let's be clear, I definitely still see RDs posting things that other awesome RDs are doing, but it's not the everyday norm, especially if there isn't a quote unquote immediate benefit for the person reposting. So let's break this down. We can only uplift each other one or two days a year? Nah, that's bullshit. We do amazing things with our clients, within our field, and sharing impactful knowledge on social media all the time not just during National Nutrition Month or on RD Day. Also, it takes far less effort to repost something amazing someone else has already done than create a post yourself. Side note, I'm not saying that you shouldn't create your own content, but reposting someone else's contents takes far less time than doing that of your own. So back to it. What if we tried to keep that same uplifting environment from RD Day alive throughout the year? What if once a week we reposted something awesome another RD out there is doing? And perhaps it does relate to how we work with our clients and adds a new perspective to a conversation that we're already having. Or perhaps it just uplifts someone else. Even if half or a third of the RDs out there reposted and uplifted a fellow RD once a week, that would be an amazing step in our field towards an open mindset of collaboration over competition. I'm taking a bit more of an educational approach with today's episode. So we'll break down seven different ways that you can start collaborating with other RDs from the most simple, easy forms of collaboration, and then working up to potentially more scary and more involved forms of collaboration. Remember that through all of this, there's no right or wrong way to collaborate with someone. And if you're not ready, don't worry. I will be sharing a resource with you at the end where you can dive into and do some more of the personal inner work necessary before taking the steps to collaborate. The first and probably easiest way to collaborate is on social media. To friend another RD, to start liking what they're posting, and then when you feel it's right, to comment with good vibes. I know this can sound insignificant, but really, these are the first small steps to becoming more comfortable in opening up dialogue or responding to something that you find interesting that another RD is doing. Side note, one of the easiest ways to start commenting is to use your favorite emoji and say yes. When I really dig something another RD has posted, created, or has said, my favorite emoji combo is smiley face, purple heart, hands up emoji or I'll just throw in a, yes, girl, get it. I think the important part to think about is that you don't have to do all three of these in the same day. You can friend someone, follow them quietly for a little bit, like something that really stands out to you, and then eventually lead up to commenting. 
Ideally, commenting on something that you genuinely find interesting or something that you can contribute or you can add to the conversation. Adding to the conversation is a way of collaborating. It's putting your spin on it within someone else's space where maybe another person can interact and then comment on it to keep that conversation going as well. Perhaps you're already doing that and you want to take the virtual relationship to the next level. Winky face. Okay, I see you. Number two. So you're ready to slide into their DMs. Damn. Real talk, this is where the conversation actually starts. When you really love what another dietitian is doing, shoot them a direct message. I like to use the voice message feature to introduce myself and send a quick compliment about something I loved on their page. Like genuinely loved, not like fake loved. And then ask them to tell me a little bit more about the work that they're doing with their clients or what they love about their niche. Again, opening up dialogue so they feel comfortable to share. I'm gonna be super real with you. This may come easier to some than others. Starting conversation can be challenging if that's not something that you do innately or something that you're innately comfortable with. So it's really important to do what you feel comfortable here rather than stretching too far outside your comfort zone because then it's not gonna feel genuine. It's gonna feel like work and it might be really exhausting to have conversations like this. So maybe it's just a quick message that says, hey, love what you're doing, would love to connect. See, super easy. Side note. I know people say that life happens outside your comfort zone. And I think to some extent, yes, but also working in a way that feels good to you personally is really freaking important. For me, I genuinely love starting conversations and having deep convos with others. So this is something that lights me up. And if it doesn't light you up, it's all good. There are other ways to build relationships. Finding something that feels good to you is key. Three. Developing real relationships on social media can feel fake as fuck, but truthfully, there are other people on social media who are just as real as you, who want genuine connection as well. So when you're stalking someone's social media profile and you feel like you'd really vibe with that person, that can be the time to send them a DM, see where the conversation goes, and continue to foster that relationship. Maybe you even schedule a video chat through Instagram's DMs and continue the conversation face to face. Because this is a podcast, I feel like I need to explain this. I'm using air quotes face-to-face because, you know, it's 2022 and face-to-face means on a video now. Within that video chat, you can see if there are areas where your expertise overlaps and perhaps where they do something differently, that quote-unquote different space would be an amazing collaborative opportunity. Side note. Okay, a couple of quick notes here. Yes. You can totally have a video chat within the Instagram direct message space. I hear that a lot. OMG, I didn't know this existed. It does. And second, keeping it within the platform can help others who may not be as comfortable collaborating feel more assured that you're just kind of keeping it in the same space. This also helps to minimize barriers when you're setting up this kind of meeting because all you have to do is set a date and time and then agree to meet in the same space where you've already been chatting. And I'm pretty sure that the DM call comes in like a phone call. So when it comes to setting up these virtual meetings, consider creating an environment with as few barriers as possible. Also on these virtual calls, it can be a great time to not only learn more about each other, but if you're both down to collaborate, 
this would be a great time to hash out the details of a reel, a post, a live, or something that you want to collab on. Four, all of that leads to my next point. So posts, reels, live, takeovers. When you choose to collab together, aim to tackle a topic that you both love or perhaps that you have different perspectives on. You can create a carousel post, a debunking reel, or chat about it over a live. Perhaps you can even expose each other's audiences to a new perspective through a story takeover for the day. Collaborating in this way is probably the easiest way to start elevating your collaborative process within the RD space. The key is to remember to lean into what makes you unique and to work within your zone of genius whenever possible. If you're still trying to figure out what your superpowers and zone of genius are, stick around to the end of the podcast and I'll share a resource recommendation to give you a deeper dive into your superpowers, your zone of genius, and your uniqueness so that you know where you fit within the collaborative space. Because once you understand where you fit within the space, you can take collaborations to this next level. Five, maybe you have an RD in mind you would love to collaborate with on something on a grander scale because you already have a developed relationship with them, which is freaking awesome. Presentation collaboration can be a really fun way to highlight both of your geniuses. Also, this type of collab is probably one that you're most familiar with because, you know, fancy presentations and all. But unlike social media collabs, coming together to create a presentation is obviously a longer-term collaborative effort that requires a more more well-established relationship, or at least two very open-minded RDs who truly understand their zones of genius and how they can come together to contribute and create a presentation that is going to be impactful. Also, it's good to know that there are so many other ways to collab on a presentation other than for Fancy. There are so many online symposiums now for dietitians, but also for others within the wellness or health space that you and another RD can come together and collaborate on. Six, the 21st century version of presentation creations is course creation. So similarly to creating a presentation together, you can come together and create a course. And similarly, course creation also requires an established relationship, a long-term commitment to the project, and another RD who understands that their individual skills are elevated when they have someone else on their team to provide a new perspective and greater insight into different areas of nutrition or whatever kind of course you're creating. I've seen this happening more within the RD space over the last couple of years. RDs within a similar niche who have different backgrounds or different perspectives coming together to create courses for their patients or clients. One of my favorite examples of this is Julie Harrington and Abby Gelman's Culinary Nutrition Studio, where these two amazing culinary dietitians come together and they've created an amazing selection of courses for other dietitians who want to explore culinary nutrition without having to go to culinary school. And best of all with this, you get CEUs. Side note. No, this episode was not sponsored by them, but I just love how naturally collaboration comes to them, especially in a field and in a space that can feel so competitive. And more recently, I've seen RDs in the breastfeeding and baby-led weeding spaces come together to create a course for moms who are struggling in this area. And this is just reinforcement of when we're working within our zones of genius, there's space for all of us to succeed and all of our amazing talents to shine. Seven. Okay, so this last one may be the scariest collaboration of all, referring out to a fellow RD. 
Because what if your client or prospective client likes the other RD better and chooses to work full-time with them instead? (gasps) Breathe in, breathe out. (sighs) Let's take a second. It's okay. And it's also really important to remember that people work with people. The key is to find an RD with an abundance mindset who understands that working within their zone of genius will not only be more efficient, but will also help produce better outcomes for patients. So what can referring out to other RDs look like? One, this is probably the most common. You have too many clients and you may not have the capacity to take on more. So the most common form of referrals I see is passing along a client to an RD who can also guide them. Second, I don't see this happening often, but I believe that there is space in our field for this to happen. Let's think about MDs for a sec. You see a GI doc for IBS, and you also note to that GI doc that a skin rash appeared the same time as that IBS flare occurred. Rather than tackling both issues, the GI doc will probably refer you to a dermatologist for the rash. Yes, The GI could maybe diagnose and maybe prescribe a resolve for your skin, but that doc has chosen to work within their zone of genius, their superpowers in the GI space and allow another doctor, a dermatologist, to work within his or her zone of genius, superpowers in the dermatological space. Now think, what could this look like in the RD space? Over the past five years, we've continued to niche down so much that we have RDs who are extremely knowledgeable in a variety of different areas, which is amazing. So does that mean that we've forgotten everything about our general nutrition and other niches? No, probably not. But thinking about aiming to work within our zones of genius as much as possible, would it make sense to work with a client on a nutrition topic outside of what we've niched down to? From an efficiency perspective, no. From a does it bring you joy perspective, also probably not. It's okay that we're not generalists working within all of the niches daily. And truthfully, because we're not working in a general or another highly selective niche on the daily, we may no longer be an expert in all of those different niches. Again, it's okay because you are an expert in your niche and how you create transformations with your clients. Meaning that there is space to bring another RD on board if you have a client who's experiencing multiple different issues that are not 100% within the scope of your particular niche. You can be mutual referral partners working collaboratively to help your client succeed. Meaning that you can both see the client to resolve their issue. Think of it like an end of shift turnover between RNs. The only difference is, is that the conversation is ongoing as long as you're working together with that RD on the same client. Whew, that was a hefty episode. And I've really been wanting to chat about these topics for a while and what collaboration could look like in so many different ways. I know it can be scary to break into collaboration even at its very simple stages, but it takes an open mindset and the desire and trust to let others into your world. I've heard it a couple of times, reaching out to other RDs on Instagram to collaborate, and often they don't understand or see the benefits of collaborating. And that point of view could be stemmed from past collaborations gone wrong, or perhaps not having set goals when they were meeting with other RDs or other professionals to collaborate on something. 
I think that's a really important aspect of going into a collaboration, defining your goals with that other person so that it feels mutually beneficial. From my perspective, my goal is just to collaborate, but I also understand that other dietitians I'm collaborating with might need something more. So I do try and target the collaboration so it's something useful for their audience. Think about what that would look like for you and another dietitian who you want to collaborate with. What could be the mutual benefit? Once you can solidify some of the mutual goals, you'll see that the benefits of collaboration can be tremendous. One, you'll be learning from one another, and we have a lot to learn from each other's perspectives as dietitians. We have so many different professional experiences and backgrounds, and if you've listened to any of the episodes here on the Dietitian Collaborative Podcast, you'd know that we wear so many different hats. And within the field, it's awesome to be able to come together and discuss situations from different points of view. Second, you can experience increased productivity when you're in a space where you're collaborating with someone else and when you feel like you're part of something larger, meaning that you're more likely to have this sense of belonging and an increased drive fueled by that person or that group to achieve your goals. Even if it's just one other person that you're feeling accountable towards, it can be a game changer. And third, genuine connection. Let's be real. Solopreneur life can be pretty fucking lonely, especially when you're working virtually. Having a sounding board to run business ideas by and to be able to provide feedback and help you think outside the box can be amazing for your business. And it's even more awesome when you make a friend in the process. As I've been alluding to this whole episode, Understanding your uniqueness, your superpowers, and your zone of genius can be really important before you start collaborating with others. So if you feel hesitant to collaborate with other RDs, it may be time to do some inner work to discover your superpowers, to land on your zone of genius, and to work from those places whenever possible. I'm also a big proponent for looking into your human design to gain a better understanding of yourself on a deeper level. To help guide you through this, I created a downloadable masterclass where I take you through a guided meditation to discover your superpowers, an exercise to explore all of your talents, and then we explore your personalized innate blueprint through human design and how all three of these can be used to unleash your genius. I found that by playing in your superpower sandbox more often than not, you'll feel more secure in what you bring to the table so that you can be more open to collaboration and have an abundance mindset when it comes to working with other RDs within the space of collaboration. The link is going to be in the show notes to access that download. Also, if you would love to connect or if you just want to chat, I'm always down. This is me giving you the open invite to reach out on Instagram for a conversation. Seriously though, I love real conversations and It really lights me up. So like I said, in the second way to collaborate, slide into my DMs. Also, also, I have my first intern who just started with me a couple of weeks ago, and I recorded a bonus episode with her. So definitely check that out tomorrow. It'll drop right here on the same platform where you know and love the Dietitian Collaborative Podcast. As always, thank you so much for listening this week. I hope that this has inspired you to connect and collab with fellow RDs because... As I've been saying over and over again today, we have so much we can learn from each other. So I encourage you to connect with a fellow RD this week. If you love this podcast, I'd really appreciate it if you could share it with another RD. And if you really love this podcast, 
If you could leave a review on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts, I would really appreciate it. As always, sending you all the good vibes, and I hope that you join me again here next week. <laughs>